0: Me 3 Nuh-uh,
1: only one person can press it, girl. I know you're lying. I've pressed <laughs> it on my phone. No, you didn't. Stony doesn't
0: know how <laughs> any of these buttons work. I'd like to press it on my phone, please. What does the
2: delete button do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stoney, like, looks at my computer and he's like, how do you work this
1: thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just starts, like, hitting it until <laughs> until it starts recording. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please
0: don't hit my MacBook. <laughs> I would cry.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Hi. Thanks for
2: coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to a special bulletin travel podcast as you guys know i recently went to europe and i thought it'd be really fun to like talk to jamal and stoney about it but also to share it with all of you listeners because i don't know if i really have gone like into it too much with jamal and stoney quite yet like i just told him like i had fun and i'm still alive (laughs) (laughs) yeah we
0: really haven't gotten to like go into detail it's just like hey welcome back we have a show to record
1: <laughs> yeah we have like eight rupaul's drag race episodes to record about to catch up on while you were gone <laughs> but um but yeah, so I thought it'd be like kind of fun to just sort of like go in order of my travels and just kind of like tell you guys what I did and what I saw in each city. And that uh, sort of starts us with my like basically 24 hour journey to Milan. <laughs> Man. So uh, so Monday I left at 6.45 a.m. on Pacific Standard Time and I didn't land in Milan in Until six forty-five the next morning in Milan time. Wow, (laughs) that's intense. So, did like your plane? Like
2: I always see like on TV shows. I've never flown internationally, but did you have like a seat that you could like
1: sleep in, or was it like was it a cabin type seat thing? No, I mean it's basically the same. I just cuddled with the person that was next to me, so so we could like be comfortable. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm into that.
1: (laughs) We're like, maybe if we get real close, our seats will seem really big. (laughs) Oh, my God. I,
2: like, freak out, like, over, like, I don't know, like, or not freak out, but I hate
1: long flights. so I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. I mean, honestly, going to Milan was, like, not really that bad because the the planes were broken up a little bit more because I flew from Seattle to New York City and then from New York City to Milan. So it's kind of like, it was, like, basically a five-hour plane ride and then um, an eight-hour plane ride or maybe it was like six hours no it was i don't know it was like eight hours maybe so i basically that's not s- terrible it really wasn't that bad i mean i slept a lot of the time i was hoping to sleep more but didn't and uh they give you like free movies they feed you dinner they like suck your dick it's fine Ooh, ooh, first class girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe that was just my experience no, i'm just kidding <laughs>
0: it's lit
1: <laughs> I will say there was a very cute uh, guy next to me who was like training to be like some sort of like NSA maybe or like some sort of governmental type agency like through border security and I was like thank god I'm white for se- second of all <laughs> <laughs> Seth's
0: like thank you for my privilege yeah you're like yeah. ice
1: won't like capture me in this place <laughs> what privilege <laughs>
2: what
0: privilege
1: so uh but he was like visiting i guess he has like a girlfriend in uh italy and like they go back and forth to visit each other somehow i'm like wow wow girl but he was like mm, maybe early 20s early to mid 20s but he was just really hot and so it was like fun to talk to him (laughs) we were like friends basically
0: (laughs) you know sometimes well okay most of the time if I'm by myself, I'm like, leave me the hell alone. But every once in a while when you're traveling, you like make that, you know, fun train or airplane buddy. It's just like you have good conversation or they have like really funny stories and then it's a good experience. So, yeah, that's awesome.
1: My plan on airplanes is to like talk to the person I'm sitting next to for like the first hour, basically through takeoff and until we smooth out. And then I want to sleep the rest of the time. So like as long as they respect my boundaries that I'm sleeping at some point. <laughs> Then I'm cool with
0: it. You're so nice. I'm just like, I still have my earbuds in. My device is off, but my earbuds are still in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I can still hear (laughs) I'm talking shit, but like... (laughs) There's a fine line that like... I don't know. There's, you have to have the right balance. Like sometimes you get on the plane and you sit next to like the chatty Kathy that just wants to like fucking talk about everything in the goddamn world. And then like you have some people that just don't speak at all. Like I don't mind a little bit of chattiness, but like don't, I don't need to be talking to you during like the whole flight.
1: Yeah. I am the same way. Like I want to talk to you like a little bit here and there, but like not the whole time. Preach. Yeah. So basically. The guy next to me was my boyfriend at the end of it, and it was really awkward for his girlfriend, uh, <laughs> when she, he didn't come to see her. But it's fine. I had a good time.
0: Ooh, you better like call Ryan Murphy and sell this.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna sell the story, girl. It's like Brokeback Mountain of like Italy. <laughs> he's probably
2: like listening to our conversation right now. Probably. If he's like working for the government. That's true.
0: Hey, sexy cabin.
1: Hey, girl. Stranger, hit me up in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's like get into like the travel blog we are just like rambling about flying for like six hours (laughs) Um, so we finally land in Milan and we're Uh, I went with um, my friend Rachel and we were like really tired and then um, I was like my whole thing was like we just got to keep moving like we got to keep moving because I can't go to sleep until like a normal time or else we are going to be screwed but Rachel (laughs) wanted to go to sleep almost immediately. (laughs) so no. <laughs> it was not it didn't go according to plan and because she wanted to lay down and rest then i laid down and rested and then i slept and it's like my inner saboteur just came out so
0: uh i mean that would be really hard for me because usually before long flights i um enjoy special baked good and that would just be very difficult.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, girl. So we, eventually we rebounded and we went out for lunch and we had some delicious pasta, obviously. <laughs> yes. Carb city, bitch.
0: Carb city. What kind of pasta did you got?
1: Um, I had a nice simple pasta with um mushrooms and a nice butter sauce. <laughs> that sounds good did you guys go to like fazoli's or something Uh, yeah unlimited breadsticks girl (laughs) it was great
0: (laughs) stoney's southern indiana's coming out (laughs) i
2: thought like fazoli's was like real italian (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um
1: it was not a fazoli's but the pasta was (laughs) (laughs) delicious And I didn't get any breadsticks. I guess I kind of would have maybe enjoyed Vizzoli's more. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, oh, shit. yeah. So we went and had lunch. And then we walked over to the Plaza Duomo where, like, the famous, like, large cathedral is in Milan. And everyone, like, everyone knows that. So we went and saw that. And it was really cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then from there, we sort of just walked around a little bit. Like, we went to this thing that I guess was, like, the first like outdoor mall or something i don't know it was just like really ornate and there was like oh all the stores jamal would probably want to go to like dior
0: <laughs> like the first outdoor mall for that area
1: probably yeah i mean i don't know where outdoor malls were created but <laughs>
0: <laughs> and of course it was like
1: all the high fashion spots right oh yeah like dior although like more of oh the italian God. ones like dolce and gabbana and stuff like that wow yeah
0: i bet that was just pretty
1: it was <laughs> yeah definitely it was definitely cool and uh so we just kind of walked around a little bit and then we were like tired again so we came back and slept <laughs> again
0: <laughs> did you did you eventually get like some go-go juice like whatever honey boo-boo drank before her pageants
1: um i wish like i was like put some pep in your step. that's right <laughs> i need a mother's little helper pill <laughs> but um (laughs) (laughs) bs i don't know so uh so yeah so that was fun we went out and got like some pizza slices and just brought them back to the hotel room and then we watched the cooking channel about making pizzas that was all in italian so we just like didn't really know what was going on (laughs) pizza okay pizza while
0: eating pizza (laughs) yeah that's impressive um genius and is it the same compared to our pizza over here? I assume it's not, but how is it different if it is?
1: Well, it is different. This place that we went to was actually like the pizza was made on focaccia bread, so it's not like the uh, traditional pizza that you would find in Italy. But um, I had like just one that was plain focaccia bread, and then I had one that had um like dried uh that had sun dried tomatoes on it, so that was really good. Oh, it nice. Sounds good. So that pizza was a little bit different than normal but typically I mean it's different because the pizzas are like kind of gigantic like it's just basically a one-size-fits-all mom jeans situation (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) it's like right up my alley yeah (laughs) mom jeans over here (laughs) whenever I hear
0: mom jeans I think of that Tina Fey um skit that she did
1: (laughs) yeah sorry, like
2: mom jeans
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so it's 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 different and it also too it just comes like it's not cut into slices the way that you eat like a pizza in Italy is like you kind of you can either just cut it up yourself or you just kind of like rip like pieces of it off basically so it's really good it's like a different experience for sure like the crust is like a little bit thicker and then like the the middle portion is like more of a thinner crust and it's just like uh so much better (laughs) interesting it
0: sounds like the pizza in italy of course it's more cultured this sounds like a more social experience this pizza
1: definitely like you get a pizza and you can just get the house wine and it's just like comes in a carafe it's like you don't even know what it is but it's just delicious and it tastes like fresh and just like really good flavors and stuff like that so it's an experience for sure very cool yeah nice and my favorite pizza was diavola which was, like, a spicy sausage.
0: Oh, I would love
1: that. So that was Yum. bomb.com. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that was basically our experience in Milan. From there, we drove to Venice, and that was, like, a decent chunk, maybe, like, three- or four-hour drive. Uh-huh. And then we basically have to park before you get to Venice because it's, you know, you can only get around by gondolas or boats. Whoa. Oh.
0: I'd always known that, but I'm sure experience in it is, like, another level.
1: Yeah, we had to – so we have to park, and then we took a bus over to, like, this – main like port area and from there you take the uh Vaporetto which is their water taxi and yeah so it just kind of takes you along the Grand Canal and then you can get off at like different stops around Venice
0: that's pretty neat
1: it was real fun and you know just that you know just to be out in the canal and get to see like all these like old buildings and it was cool yeah yeah that would be so cool
0: how did it feel traveling like by boat and by car in another country on another continent like was it scary was it exciting the scenery was cool in some of the stories i saw
1: yeah the scenery was cool it was definitely scary driving in italy i wasn't the one driving but it was scary even being a passenger because in italy like everyone's just sort of like weaving in and out of lanes because like people drive slow there and so then like all these people like be speeding around them and oh my gosh yeah it was intense it's very vigilante yeah it felt like basically Grand Theft Auto <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could okay I already know I couldn't do that then.
1: Yeah, it was intense, girl. <laughs> and then for Venice and being on the boat, it was like definitely a different experience to be like going around that way. After we actually got into Venice, we didn't do like gondola rides. Like I felt like I had my experience, you know, on this vaporetto. I didn't need anything else. And yeah, then uh so we get to our spot, we rented an Airbnb that was literally right next to the um What was it called? Oh, now I'm blanking. Oh, St. Mark's Basilica and San Marcos. Yeah. And that was really cool. It's like this cool little loft in a, like, you know, it's like a house but they split it into different rooms for Airbnb. Mm.
0: Yeah, I liked well, I you know I was stalking your like Insta stories, so <laughs> yeah. I remember that one specifically cuz I thought the space looked really cool.
1: <laughs> it was really cool. Like it was just one bed, but it was a really large bed and it was like had this ornate frame. So, uh we mm-hmm. shared a bed and uh Ooh.
0: <laughs> Were you the big spoon or the little spoon?
1: We did it where, like um Like, my head was on one side, and then her head was on the other side. Like, it was, like, opposites, you know?
0: So y'all were, like, butter knives.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but yes.
0: (laughs) Corpse pose. (laughs) Yes.
1: But it was cool because you could hear the, uh, the bells at the basilica, like, at every hour, you know, and waking up to that was kind of cool, too. And, um...
0: Yeah, you're like really annoyed but you're like you know this is a once in a lifetime experience so this is awesome I guess yeah <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> so
1: fun being woken up by bells in the morning <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so that was super fun we um we just like walked around and like rant you know, just would go into like whatever restaurants and stuff, like had some bomb food. Like one time I had this delicious salmon filet that was really good. Ooh. And what else did I have? I had pizza one time. There was a hot waiter that I found on Grinder, but it didn't work out and it was really sad. <laughs>
0: damn the order fell through yeah girl <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, i was
0: just talking to Stony a couple weeks ago about how i was like i wanted like some salmon or some kind of fish here
1: soon yeah you got to girl salmon's the best and it was so fresh sounds there good oh i bet it was real good then uh, oh i had like some like gnocchi i don't know pasta basically everything <laughs> Pasta. <laughs>
0: I have to sample all of the pasta. There's just so much good food. I know. That, like, I would Actually want to try. Made it.
1: Through all of Italy, like, having no red sauce. It was crazy.
0: Whoa. Impressive. I'd be all over that.
1: So, Venice was super fun. What else did we do? We went to a museum and we got to see a lot of religious imagery. So, that was cool, I guess. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and uh was it like older artwork oh yeah like super old artwork from like the beginning of time basically um okay so yeah from around italy too like from around where we were in northern italy and so it's like a lot of like madonna and child pictures or paintings
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so
1: that was kind of cool lots of like group scenes i guess <laughs> lots of allusions <laughs> to christ i don't know
2: art art that is the cool thing about like europe and just like that side of the world is like it's like there's so much like old art and stuff like that that so much like here Mm -hmm. yeah you know there's just not as much like old like architecture things like that
1: yeah definitely i mean it and it feels so different there in venice and in milan you know it's all like stone outer exteriors and you know it just sort of feels like you're in a different time basically
0: everything makes a statement i mean down to like the streets that you know go between these buildings oh yeah it's an experience for sure
1: absolutely we like randomly walked like into this like art school i guess you would say but like the courtyard was just so cool and it had like a bunch of statues and just like i don't know it just looked very picturesque so it was like lots of experiences like that you just kind of like come upon these beautiful like spots that it's really Mm -hmm. neat
0: yeah that's really cool I can appreciate spaces like that so much like I get lost in museums so um yeah I bet that was really awesome to experience
1: it was real fun and we so we saw you know like the Rialto Bridge and the uh, Academia Bridge and You know, it was just really cool. Like one night we were over in the Academia, and it was just like the or the sunset was just so beautiful. It was like you know, lots of pinks and yellows, and just you know, going over these like really old, ornate-looking buildings. It was so cool. Ah, that's gorgeous. Yeah. So that was fun. So then after Venice, it was time to like our do our Call Me by Your Name tour. (laughs) That I. (laughs) Did I planned.
0: (laughs) You made it. I know. You live to talk about it. I
1: know, girl. I was, like, so excited after Venice cut. I mean, everything was fun, but I was like, oh, my God, we're going to finally see, like, all these places. And uh, so we went to first we went to this town called Sirmione and it's right on Lake Garda Lago di Garda and uh-huh. it was this it's a small like beach town vibe sort of thing and i guess it's like a, de- a vacation destination for a lot of the italian people
0: ooh i like that beach town i'm in
1: i'm in girl it was so nice <laughs> there was like um, a main drag where there's a lot of restaurants and actually we got there. We had been eating so much like Italian food and we went to this place for lunch that served barbecue. (laughs) Yum. It was, like, hmm. so funny because it was, like, typical, like, American barbecue. Like, definitely was the whole theme of the restaurant. But the uh, the people that owned it and, like, that were taking our order, like, could not speak one lick of, of uh, English at all.
0: Oh, my gosh. So, did it taste like our barbecue over here? Was it, like, actually, like, accidentally elevated because it's Italy?
1: No. I, well, I mean, I guess it was maybe a little bit elevated, but it was, like, very much stereotypical, <laughs> like... American style barbecue like I got a pulled pork sandwich
0: okay sauce choices <laughs> uh yeah
1: they and it's funny too because they serve it with like a side of mayonnaise ketchup and barbecue sauce
0: <laughs> oh or like add your own sauce
1: yeah and i was like ooh, mayonnaise, gross but i appreciate the effort <laughs> <laughs> interesting <laughs> so that was super good actually that was really good and then from there we're like all right let's go to this destination and so you have to like go park in this parking lot and then you walk through like what is the opening of a Castle, Uh and so you go in, and it's basically you know very touristy feeling. It's got like you know all the little kitschy, like I love Italy shops, and like yeah, like 400 gelato stores. (laughs) so you kind of have to weave your way back through it to get to like these ancient ruins where one of the scenes was filmed which is when um elio and oliver and uh, elio's dad go because they find a statue in the lake that is being brought up out of the water Mm -hmm. so we went there and we're all excited and we get to the gate and it was like closed early and we were like what the hell
0: no we came rude
1: all the way from america and we're like you know we don't we can't just like have all the time in the world to Come see back. this yeah
0: yeah devastation
1: it was so it was close, and we were like so defeated so we like go back and um and we like just we got some cheese and some meats and just hung out and actually that night we watched rupaul's drag race and had wine and ate the stuff nice so that was actually like a really fun night to just get to chill. But the plan is, oh, and we also got gelato too that day because we were bummed. So we went and got gelato at one of like the 400 places. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done the same. <laughs> what kind of gelato did you both get? Uh, So we actually got gelato twice. That once the first day. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the first day I got kinder chocolate flavored gelato. Ooh. So it was like nice and chocolatey, but more milky tasting. Yum. I I love chocolate. I forgot what Rachel got, but the next day I switched up and got some sorbetto and I got limone and also mango. Nice. And they were both so amazing. She's fruity. <laughs> yes, girl. So uh so we were like, okay, this place opens up like at eight, eight thirty, whatever. So we get there super early. There's like literally nobody there. And we get through there, we get to the site, and it's open, and we we're like, Oh, thank you, Jesus. And Yes. <laughs> It was a <laughs> sweet success. So we went in there. We got to see the location and walked around. We had a little bite to eat, and then we were right out of there. So we kind of lost a little bit of time with um, going to Krama. But, yeah. I mean, we had to see this spot. <laughs> we're not going to just go away.
0: Yeah, it was still, like, a good experience. And, you know, it's a great memory. So it's not a bad choice yeah
1: it was so fun and then we get in the car we're on our way first we went to Bergamo and Bergamo is the town where they film like the end of the movie like where Elio and Oliver like go away together right before he goes back to America where he's like drunk and stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we went there and we got to see like all the spot like where Elio like throws up from being drunk and then like a little area where he goes to the fountain and like washes up, and where they're like kissing on the side of the building and dancing in that big, sp- that big open space where they come upon these like random strangers. So it was just like so cool. You were there, we did it, girl. We saw it. Oh. Yes, <laughs> so from
0: no, that's awesome because we know how much you love the movie. And the story, so I'm sure it was just on another level that she can't really express on the show.
1: Yeah, it was, like, a whole experience. Like, do you did you ever watch that show on USA Monk <laughs> where he, like, kind of, like, feels out the scenes and, like, he has, like, memories, like, about what the actual crimes that happened there? Mm-hmm. I've never
0: watched that show.
1: Oh, uh, I've seen some episodes. You don't really need to know the story, but basically I was Monk just... <laughs> Okay, and then Timothy Chalamet sat right here, and then an army hammer's right here, and then <laughs> <laughs> that's funny.
0: <laughs> so that was me. Of course, you know the whole like direction and too. Oh yeah, so.
1: <laughs> I know. Rachel's like, "What happened here?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't." <laughs> You're
0: asking too many questions. <laughs> I know. Why I was- don't you know this?
1: I mean, I've watched this movie so many times, so I guess I can't really blame her, but I was, like, just being obsessive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, from that point, we go to Crema, and we get there at night, and just walking into the Piazza Duomo, where, like, so many of the scenes were shot, I was just like, oh, my God, like, we're here. It was dark, but it still, like, felt like home in a way, you know, like you kind of know where everything is. Yeah. Uh huh. So that was super fun. And we just had drinks and like a cheese plate or something like that. And it was super fun then the next day we kind of go to all the different sites we saw you know the Pearlman house we saw the uh, the berm where they go and that was like probably one of my favorite spots you know just that little water area where they're kind of splashing each other mm-hmm, and where mm-hmm. they kiss for the first time
0: yeah that was a fun scene
1: uh, I was like oh my god you guys <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seth is just like dying the
1: entire time. <laughs> and it was like on a weekend too, and it was warm outside. So there was like for sure like people just like Italian people there just like hanging out. And like they probably thought we were idiots. <laughs>
0: yeah they're like look at these americans over there yeah
1: (laughs) what are they doing (laughs) what are they doing here how do they know about our spot
0: (laughs) italian listeners tweet us and tell us what you say about us
1: yeah idioto i don't know
0: We can handle the shade.
1: Yes, girl. But there was also some cute dude there. There's some trade with his shirt off, and I was like,
0: "Okay, so this
1: is pretty cool." Ooh.
0: Hi, trade. Hi, trade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Buongiorno. <laughs> 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 but um, but yeah. So that was a really cool spot. We saw like just so many different spots from the movie. I took like so many pictures. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that was really. fun. Fun after Krema, we went to uh, oh another cool part about Krema actually is on the last night we went to this place where the uh, the cast and crew like ate a lot while they were filming, and mm-hmm. so we went and the guy that owns it was like super nice. He was. Like he knew we were you know Americans and spoke English and he like came and just sat down at our table and like kind of went through his menu and explained what all of our options were so I thought that was super cool and yeah that's nice I uh we also and he also was like oh like do you guys want wine and I was like yeah we like wine like what do you suggest you know like and so he gave us this bottle of wine well he didn't give it to us we paid for it but <laughs> he brought a bottle of wine over and uh, he was like yeah this is a wine my friends make at their winery it like doesn't get distributed to the united states it's just for our little area nice Whoa, cool so that was a cool experience that's
0: awesome i love experiences like that whenever you travel just like something that's unique to the community that you get to be invited in for that moment that's really awesome
1: yeah and then he was like if you want later like you can come down to my wine cellar and i'll show you around and we were like oh yeah cool <laughs> uh, but then like but we like we're there for three hours and we're tired <laughs> so like after the meal was over like we just left like he was outside smoking with some other people that were eating there which i mean they're probably from that area so they're all like buddies or whatever and Uh he's like where are you going and we were like we're tired (laughs) (laughs) Uh. but he like wanted us to stay and like show us his wine cellar and like probably just hang out but um yeah we were tired but it it turns out he actually was an extra in the movie too like i didn't realize that at the time but um so that was kind of cool oh neat oh look look
0: that is really cool
1: yeah he was um an extra in the scene after elio and oliver sleep together and then oliver goes into town and elio follows him and they're outside of that little uh bookshop sort of looking place and he's like sort of in the background uh, there oh
0: that's cool so
1: that was fun
0: yeah you're just connecting all of the all of the film dots over there call me by your name dots, basically
1: (laughs) and then of course you know like i came home and watched it and it just like was so much more fun to watch after having been to all these places because i'm like oh yeah like i remember this and i remember this and it just like felt like i was sort of like even more a part of the movie like after that yeah like you're pointing out all the spots you're at (laughs) yeah and um so that was Crema and my Call Me By Your Name experience. <laughs> uh, uh, congratulations, Queen! It was really cool. Like I can't really even put it into words. Like how much it meant to me to be able to go and see all these different places. And everyone in Italy was so nice. Like we were struggling to figure out how to like fill up the car with gas. And like these, this family was there, and it was like the dad and the mom, and then like two like teenage daughters. And so they were like sort of like helping like the dad was helping and then the girls were like sort of trying to figure it out like you could tell they were on their google translate or whatever (laughs) but uh (laughs) but they were like yeah it doesn't take credit cards like you have to have euros and we didn't have euros on us like at this point and so they were like oh here just follow us we'll take you to like this atm that's close by and so they took us over there and like walked us through how to use the atms there in italy and uh and got helped us get euros and then they sent us back but it was really nice of them to help us out
0: yeah that is
1: nice like we would have been screwed I'm sure
0: that's something people think about when they're going to a or at least i hope people think about so you're traveling smart and prepared i mean i have Just no how idea how any of that
2: stuff
1: works so i'd be screwed
0: yeah yeah because you know the translation apps only go so far so
1: right you know it's like you can translate it but it's like the i don't know the directions didn't add up with what we actually had to do it's it's done it's uh-huh. the, the gas places operate differently you know we had some euros initially but had ran out and it's so, like we thought we were just gonna be able to swipe our credit cards everywhere but no so it's like little things like that that you learn along the way now if i ever go back i don't know travelers checks <laughs> yeah and also when you go to grocery stores there like to get the produce you have to like get a sticker like and weigh it like while you're at the station before you even get to the register because then you get to the register and then you just scan the barcode so we didn't know how to do that. So we get there and we're like, how do you ring this up? And she's like trying to explain to us, but we, you know, obviously don't speak Italian and she's like, eh and just like goes off and like it's I like followed her and watched what she did.
0: <laughs> she's like, "Let me show like, you, Americans."
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then to get out of the checkout area, you have to like swipe your receipt because it has a barcode on it so you have to like swipe your receipt to get out otherwise like the little thing stays locked and you can't get out so that's like how they prevent theft whoa so that was a different thing that we were like how do we get out of here
0: (laughs) i'm into this
1: yeah so i learned lots of things about the italian culture and like in like rural like small town italy so that was a good time from this Mm -hmm. point we are driving through the alps down to nice and that was, like, definitely an experience. We were, like, driving through all sorts of, like, just basically holes and mountains <laughs> and lots of tunnels.
0: Yeah, I love mountains. I miss um having that part of, like, a regular everyday scenic view. Like, that's one thing I always appreciate. Yeah. No matter where they are. Like I said earlier, those stories are really cool when you're in the car driving right next to them or right through them. Oh
1: yeah, it was really fun. Like we were listening to like the rock stations and like Nirvana would come on and just like going through all these like places. I don't know. It was just really neat. Yeah. So we get it to knees and it was really fun. I think the first night, what did we do? Oh, we had like not eaten lunch, so we went to this place and we thought we were gonna get tacos. (laughs)
0: Uh Uh-oh. What did you got?
1: But we got like French tacos. And French tacos is basically like a burrito with uh, like chicken, French fries, and raclette cheese.
0: (laughs) All together?
1: (laughs) Yeah. all, All mixed together and wrapped in a tortilla.
0: What the hell? Whoa, that sounds like <laughs> was it good. The best like drunk snack ever. Oh
1: yeah, 100%. If you're drunk, this was is Was it thing. chicken
0: fried or grilled? No,
1: just grilled. Grilled chicken.
0: You know, that's still good. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> definitely like a savory taco, but it, it was really good. I mean, we could have just been super hungry, but like I downed that <laughs> thing so fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would have ate it.
1: Yeah, girl. So it was really good. <laughs> Uh, so then the next day we went to the Riviera, I think the next day we went and had breakfast at this little cafe on the way and we, you know, had a nice little breakfast, nothing too spectacular, but it was like, you know, a typical French like a breakfast experience I think you know where you're just sort of like having a coffee a little omelet a little salad you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so then we walk to the Riviera and the Riviera is not like a typical like ocean situation like it's like rocks <laughs> oh like like big rocks <laughs> and
0: Yeah, that's not what you think of first when you think of the Riviera. No,
1: I was not expecting that. But we like kept our shoes on, of course, and just sort of went to the waterfront. and We watched the water, you know, the the water come in. And then eventually we wanted to like just put our feet in the Mediterranean Sea. So we take our like shoes off and like are probably only like five steps away from the ocean. But it seriously felt like it took me 10 minutes to get there because it was so painful to walk on the rocks. (laughs)
0: Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) yeah that sucked probably
1: girl yeah it was not good but i rolled up my little jeans and got my feet wet and it was really nice and then uh, from that point we went and had like a snack we went to the hard rock cafe girl (laughs) (laughs) and uh we got like like appetizers but i got like rose to drink and just it was fun Ooh, drinking rose. rose on the French Riviera. Cool. Ooh. So so that was super fun. And that's where I found my trade that I posted for last week. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Your spy <laughs> trade.
1: Yeah. My uh Harriet the Spy trade. Yes, Harriet. <laughs> 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 and uh, so yeah, so we did that, and then we like walked around like the whole like boardwalk and just saw all sorts of cool stuff. We got a little bit hot and tired, so then we went home. Then uh, Rachel started to get sick, so we actually went and just got takeout Chinese food.
0: <laughs> oh, so how is the Chinese food in France?
1: It's okay. <laughs>
0: about what you would expect because i know american chinese food is not like it actually is in china
1: (laughs) yeah i mean the so the fun part about actually being in france instead of italy was that i can actually took french like throughout high school and a little bit of college so i could speak enough where i could be able to order and like you know say hello goodbye like just basic things Uh So, so I I was able to like order all all the food and stuff, but the interesting thing about the Chinese place is like you can get like egg rolls and there's like a f- like pork, shrimp, chicken or something I don't know. There were different flavors, okay. but you pick whatever flavors you want, and then they actually fry the egg roll like right there. Oh, that's fun. So that was kind of interesting to have like it was like freshly fried basically, and then whatever like if you got rice they would like put it in this like little plastic container and like seal it like they put like a little film on top and they seal it to keep it hot and fresh and you just go take uh-huh. it home Ooh, so it was I like any um
0: i like any like food experience like that that's i don't know why that's like so much fun <laughs> it's like interactive food <laughs> interactive food
1: it was was definitely an experience for sure (laughs) but yeah so then the next day rachel was kind of feeling under and that was actually her last day in france and of her trip and so we kind of took it easy in the morning and then we went and got like a sandwich and some fresh juice smoothie and then she left and she had to drive back to milan on her own i was like Ugh, does not sound fun.
0: Oh my gosh, props to her. I'd be like, I don't know, when I go to Europe, I'm gonna like plan my visits and connections like all by trains. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not driving.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. If I can help it. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that would be a recommendation that I would give also. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good train ride. Yeah, girl. So uh, I actually ended up for the rest of the day. I actually ended up k- kind of using that as like a chill day, like a regroup day. Mm-hmm. Um but the next day I went to the uh, Matisse Museum. So that was really cool to get to see some of his paintings and his sculptures. Yeah. And Yay,
0: museums. I love museums.
1: Like I love culture girl. <laughs> 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 so uh, so I did that, wandered around for a bit that day, and then the next day I actually took the train and that was my mode of transportation without the car. And I took a train and it went down the coast, so I got to see Cannes, where they have the Cannes Film Festival, and then it went all the way over to it went all the way over to Marseille, and then it kind of goes up towards Lyon which is where I was my next stop. Okay. And in Leon. You were just no.
0: on tour.
1: Yeah, girl. I was like everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh in Lyon, it was kind of started to be a different experience because i was like on my own in a foreign country so i was like having very limited like social interaction (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i was still having you know making my own fun
0: that's good because you have to like you know listen to your comfort level and um you know be safe and be smart and still have a good time yeah
1: for sure so in Lyon, I went to have like a really nice meal. And here again, the uh, waiter spoke no English, but luckily I spoke decent enough French. And so I was able to make it through the dinner. <laughs> Good skills. <But> that, <laughs> that was like the stereotypical like French cuisine that dinner that I had. I had like a nice like onion soup with this like little nice little crustini and like with melted cheese on top. Yum. I had, like, fall-off-the-bone, like, braised chicken with rice and this, like, delicious sauce. I don't know. It was so good.
2: That sounds delicious. Ugh, I'm hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I could it, use a snack. It was probably keto, except for the rice. <laughs> yeah, it
2: sounds like it. It sounds like a lot of their foods over there are just, like, all, like, natural, right. like... Real ingredients.
1: Yeah, It was definitely a lot of fresh ingredients, so even though it's not necessarily, like, the healthiest foods, it's really, um, like, good quality ingredients, so, like, when I came back here, like, and started to eat here, like, my stomach was immediately angry with all the, like, preservatives and stuff.
0: Ugh. Rough.
1: (laughs) Yeah, girl. So, I also went to a museum in Lyon and it was really cool. They had like all these sort of like movie props and stuff like that from movies that I watched like as a child, like Missed Out Fire and in the Alien movie trilogy. Uh-huh. Lots of Batman stuff and they actually had a lot of the face prosthetics from the Nutty Professor movie with Eddie Murphy.
0: Oh, cool. I know I saw the picture of um, Miss Doubtfire Mask. I don't know if I caught any of the Eddie Murph, um, his films.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't post those pictures. Well, I didn't post a lot of pictures that I took, be it, but um, yeah, it was a lot that was cool. Like they had Gremlins. I don't know. It was really neat. So that was fun. I got more sorbet. This place was like a little bit fancier. I had a hibiscus lemon flavor and the other flavor i got was guava rose oh
0: both sound delicious you can't go wrong with the habiscus
1: yeah they were both so good and from there that was basically Lyon. and then from there i took a train to paris And Paris was super fun. I kind of took it easy like that first day I got there. Uh huh. I, you know, of course, was like perusing the apps, and I found a cute French lad to invite over to hang out
0: <laughs> yeah sampling the tray <laughs> yes, girl
1: if you were following our twitter you know that we had a nice ask me anything about my experience <laughs> i mean what other <laughs> podcasts are you gonna get to have such a messy ama <laughs>
0: <laughs> seriously so like did he have unboxers or briefs
1: oh i don't even remember Boxer briefs, maybe? Oh. It's all a blur, girl. All the clothes are gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we were wearing sheets.
1: Yeah, we were wearing sheets, girl. Fun, <laughs> fun. That was like a nice welcome to Paris, I guess you could say. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the next day, I started basically doing my tour of like monuments and museums. You know, I saw the Eiffel Tower, I saw the Champs Elysees, saw the Trocadero, Arc de Triomphe, mm-hmm. and. I don't know, basically all the things. And one of my favorite things was to just sort of, you know, go to a bistro and just sit out there and have some drinks and some, uh, you know, some food and have some dinner and just kind of watch the people of Paris just living their lives and how they normally would live.
0: Yeah, I like it. I enjoyed those snaps, too, because, you know, those types of pictures are just like the drink and the table and you can kind of get a glimpse of... You know what's going on in that moment, and it felt very much like something you'd see in a movie. Like you're just chilling on this cute little corner with the sandwich and some wine, and it's (laughs) just like a Wednesday.
1: (laughs) Basically, it looked real cute. It was like fun because one day it was like raining in the morning, so I just went to this bistro that was just like a couple blocks down, and just had some like coffee and stayed inside in in the shelter and had some warm coffee like in the rain of Paris. (laughs) (laughs)
2: that is cool retreat
1: yeah definitely also like one of the things that i saw was the um the notre dame cathedral and It almost feels like fate that we are recording this podcast today because unfortunately today the Notre Dame Cathedral caught on fire. So I was like super sad. So just a little bit of information about that. I'm sure everybody knows like what Mm -hmm. the cathedral is, but it is an 850 year old church. And basically it was built in the 13th century And the structure itself is considered a feat of architecture as much as it is a religious symbol. And it is one of, obviously, Paris' most popular attractions, and it's visited by 13 million people per year. Mm -hmm. so today it was really sad to see all these you know horrible videos of the roof on fire because the roof was the part that caught fire first it was really hard to put out the fire from the outside of the building and a lot of the internal infrastructure of the cathedral is actually made out of wood so a lot Uh. of that is what burned
0: yikes yeah this is such um, a um massively historic like world monument so that's really like sad to see at first i remember it happening on twitter because i saw like the very first tweet on my feed anyway about it and it didn't have too many um retweets or activities so i was like what is this like is this a joke and then I just like snowballed throughout the day. So it's pretty devastating, I would say, especially to the people of France.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I was just getting to work at like, seven or eight in the morning is when I first heard and like I started getting like one of my co-workers came over and was like oh my god did you hear the church was like on fire Notre Dame's on fire because everyone knows like I just got back from visiting and so then I started getting all sorts of like text messages and like messages on Facebook and you know all sorts of different apps and everyone's like oh my god did you see this and you know everyone was just thinking about me I guess because I had just been there two weeks ago. <laughs>
0: makes sense yeah
1: so that was kind of nice for people to like reach out in that way and you know after just having been there it was kind of sad to see it on fire you know just because i had just been there and it was like an you know another day and you know there was people um they were shooting like maybe a movie or a commercial out in front of the uh the cathedral when i was there so that was kind of fun to see okay but yeah it was just really sad to see it burn the uh the giant steeple like fell like into the burning roof and it was just sad to see like cause there was videos of all the french people just like in comparison could be a similar re- reaction to when the t- twin towers fell in new york mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. lots of screaming and shock and sadness and all that sort of thing and yeah. you know this is a, a very like important place for them uh their president emmanuel macron like vowed to rebuild it and you know a lot of the external structure is still there so that's good but in a lot of the art and like historical artifacts were rescued from the church like they had um like the um crown of thorns and like a piece of the cross that Jesus was crucified on and like one of the nails that he was crucified with so they have like these really old artifacts and it's really neat that they have that but it was scary that that whole thing <laughs> could have been lost yeah. yeah
0: yeah and i mean even for those of us who aren't you know religious people we could still understand the gravity of Losing something like that, it means a lot.
1: Definitely. It definitely seemed very like a big blow to the people of Paris and France. So, you know, our thoughts are with you. I know we have a couple listeners from France. I see you guys in the stats and, you know, our hearts are with you and, and we hope that you know, you guys rebuild and stay strong around this. So just wanted to sort of touch on that a little bit and just kind of let you guys know that we're there with you. I posted lots of pictures and, like, videos of Notre Dame, like on our Twitter. So if you're interested, you can find those. Yep. At TFC Pod. Definitely. So that that was sort of my experience in Paris. I went also to the Pablo Picasso Museum there. That was neat. And I went to this cool exhibit where... um. They have all these Van Gogh paintings, but they made it like into an interactive exhibit where they project all the paintings, but they sort of bring them to life in this giant room. So it was really oh, neat to see that too.
0: That would be cool. Yeah. That sounds super interesting.
1: So, so yeah, I definitely went to that. I went to the Père Lachaise Cemetery where, you know, famous people were born like Frédéric Chopin, a classical music composer, mm-hmm. uh, Edith Piaf, who wrote and sang Levy la Vie. On Rose, before Lady Gaga <laughs> did. Yes, yes. Uh, Jim Morrison. But yeah, so I don't know. Paris was just super fun. Paris is like definitely a special city to be in. It was just really fun to just wander throughout the city and get to experience it. Got to go to the outside of the Louvre, the Louvre, where <laughs> obviously, which is known for um, Beyonce and Jay-Z recording their ape shit music <laughs> video
0: sorry i just like slammed into the mic the beehive loves you but y'all you know we know our history but um no tea no shade yes the ape shit video
1: yeah girl i was like oh my god i could like smell beyonce a little bit haters
0: in danger whole yeah, lot of gang in
1: yes <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. Paris was everything. I mean, everywhere I went to was just so special. It was special to get to to see all the Call Me By Your Name sites and and, and all that, too. So it's just really cool to, you know, be away for three weeks and just not have to work also. But... (laughs) Girl. Back to
0: reality, Queen. It always sucks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Coming back was definitely a shock. Like, just different architecture. It just you know it's a more modern setting here in america and it just felt weird to be in my apartment for a little while but it feels it even feels a little bit weird to be here now that might just be because it's messy but but
2: (laughs) yeah i don't know it's a lot to get used to like just being back to like reality and like you know having to like do your routine again
1: it definitely was a big adjustment to come back you know i was like you know, basically in uh, Italy and France for a whole month. So I mean, just to be back in America and like, of course, like, you know, I get back and it's like pouring rain and like typical Seattle weather. And I'm like trying to figure out how the hell to get home with my giant suitcase. So it was really Ugh. like back to reality quickly.
0: Oh, um, pizza planet wanted to know how you dealt with no AC.
1: You know, it actually was mostly not bad. So I mean, it, it was not very hot when we were there. It was starting to get to like low 70s so we would basically just keep our windows open at night and that was enough to keep it cool uh however in our spot in crema actually it was a totally nice apartment but we weren't able to figure out how to work the ac like heater unit so it was like hot (laughs) as fuck in there yikes (laughs) yikes <laughs> you know that kind of sucked and we didn't have the windows open but um but yeah overall like it actually wasn't that bad you just sort of open your windows at night you know just crack it a little bit and you're good to go
0: that sounds good i had to, i saw that come in on twitter so i had to sneak that in before we wrapped up
1: <laughs> oh yeah i'm glad we got to uh, address pizza planet's question thanks for that girl we love you pizza planet one of our og listeners too yes yes girl so um so yeah let's see what else oh yeah so that was basically the air conditioning i mean i'm sure it's a different situation in the summer when it's like way warmer so you know if you're gonna go go in like the end of march (laughs) early april and it'll be just fine Uh <laughs> yeah, so that was basically it after uh Paris. I came home and that was it. And now I'm back at work and it's been a few weeks and I'm not sure how soon this will get posted, but hopefully this week. But yeah, that was my trip. I hope you guys weren't like too bored or anything <laughs> by it. Like hopefully <laughs> it was interesting to hear about my trips and travels and experiences. And if you want to know more, of course, you can like Message us here on, or on any of our social media platforms. You can't, I guess you can't message us on the podcast, but you guys know what I mean. <laughs>
0: yeah. And when this episode does drop, if some of you are call me by your name fans or want to visit these places, definitely share the episode and play it back so you can um, have some ideas to get your trip planned.
1: Yeah. And I'm more than happy to be a consultant too if you guys want any tips or like, want any like sort of interesting information about that or if i said anything that you want me to elaborate on more you can email us you can dm us you can tweet us you can send us mail if you can figure out how to do that
0: yeah you can also leave us five star reviews wherever you find us Ooh,
1: yeah ask your question in an itunes review
0: (laughs) and we like to read your comments on the show so leave some kind words and we'll most likely shout you out
1: Yeah, girl. All right, you guys. Well, this little podcast turned into a lot longer than we had originally anticipated. (laughs) However, I feel like that's basically our MO, so I really expect...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I swear, if we start doing two-hour episodes,
2: I quit. (laughs) I mean, it was like a three-week trip so it's like hard to down to just like 30 minutes
1: <laughs> yeah it really was i was hoping girl but here we are <laughs>
2: <laughs> she had a gaga size tour
0: so we couldn't we couldn't miss any tea
1: that's right <laughs> and i'm not gonna speed through call me by your name talk you guys know
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely not no no no
1: so um so hopefully you guys enjoyed that you guys heard the spiel again we're so sorry to hear about notre dame paris if anyone from france is listening or just anyone that's interested in general and uh, we'll be back with another episode of rupaul's drag race recaps with you guys on monday so stay tuned for that yeah have you guys are having a good week and uh yeah we'll talk to you guys real soon bye y'all bye losers Bye, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So
2: rude.